is going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast. I was just doing my eardrums right now. Have that McRad weakness song stuck in my head. Anyways, my name is Rick Beta. Hope you are doing well. It's a crazy pandemic. It's crazy times. It's wild out there. All I hope is that you and yours are staying inside, staying sane, most importantly, and staying safe. So, and of course, enjoying your plenty of virtual happy hours. I, we, w- some friends, we gathered, quote unquote, last week for a virtual happy hour. It was my first. It was, yeah, it was cool. It's the new norm. What are you going to do, you know? <laughs> but you can follow along on social media. These shows drop every Tuesday. But if you want to interact on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. Or you can always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, let's do this. Oh, okay. Starting off with the bad. Actually, it's not really the bad. I mean, it's it, it was expected. So as you know, by now, the 2020 Olympics has been canceled until at least next summer, which will be around July, and that's at best. That's if everything works out the way it should. Next summer is going to still be the 2020 Olympics, but as I said, this is assuming that everything works out according to plan. So hopefully by then, there'll be far less deaths. There'll be a vaccine available for all. The timing is going to be so close. Otherwise, you know, this event could get pushed back again, which I don't know if that would actually happen at that point. Or get canceled altogether. You know what I mean? It's like, how many times could they put this off? So, canceling the Olympics, of course, as I mentioned before, is it's happened before, but only at a time of war. It's never been postponed, at least from what I recall. Recall. So, um, we're in new grounds, new territory. And just now it's going to be year to year to see if the Olympics, you know, does happen. And, and now I know many athletes, of course... They have the tough choice to either, like, move on or move forward or continue life as usual, right? Or seriously consider, is this still going to work in their lives and their overall plans? And I'm talking about the overall picture, not just skateboarders. Because it's a big deal, a huge deal for many. I mean, the Olympics launches many people's careers, whether it's in broadcasting or in sports, you know, professional endorsements. You spent, a lot of these guys and gals spend every single day working on their craft, honing it for every four years. Some of them are peaked out at certain times. So, I mean, it's huge. And even Nigel, Nigel Houston is taking it. He's not taking it too too kindly. He's, he's having a rough time. Did you guys see that his short film that he posted on Instagram? You know, the one that had me saying, basically, I would have loved to have seen at least a story by Rick Beta credit on that film you know i would have gladly helped out with the script as well but i'll i'll elaborate more on that in a minute but ever since it was announced that skateboarding was going to be in the olympics it has been a very polarizing topic and you know me i've been i've been for it all along still am i don't hate competitions and i understand your point of view if you don't but nevertheless competitions will never ever go away they'll get pushed out we've all seen it before it just but it can be done. But anyways, but basically what I'm saying is that there's there's one a- aspect of competitions that will never like we're talking about winning and losing. One aspect of competitions that will never ever lose or be dethroned and that is aging. So aging, of course, as we all know, is 
kind of like, <laughs> besides Pebbles, is one of the skateboarders' worst enemy, right? I mean, I guess, of course, unless your name's Ron Allen, then, you know, well, you get my point. I mean, Ron Allen can skate, probably. He'll be 100 and still busting out footage, but whatever. But we all tend to lose, like, a fraction of our abilities after each passing year. At least I like to think. I mean, I know from my own personal, I'm like, I can't do three quarters of the stuff that I could do when I was at 25. And it got harder and harder as I was 35. I'm going to be 45 this year. You know, you get what I'm saying? So, and it hurts longer too, right? You tend to get hurt easier and it tend, we tend to stay hurt longer. So the periods in between riding, it takes longer. A year in skateboarding in terms, I, I mean, it's hard to put it in numbers, but it's a long time if you think about it. How are you doing, you know, now than you were like a year ago? I mean, you're, are you, I mean, not everyone's getting better. Or if you are, you're putting in work. It's not easy. So it has to be your full-time job. You can't just do it on the weekends and expect to be, you know, really good. But, no, which is why I was very serious when I talked about this in episode 54. I mentioned that riders like Alexis Sablone, who's already 33. She's going to be 34 in August. She's going to be pushing 35 around the time the Olympics is going to be around again. Now, I also mentioned Nigel, who's going to be 27 years next year. So, I mean, 27-year-old next year. That makes a huge difference as well. Well, maybe not for him. I mean, we all know the dude is basically not human, right? But it's something to consider. Pedro Barros, as I have in my notes in here, he I have a question mark. He was set to retire from competitions altogether. That's kind of a big deal. What is he going to do now? He's going to be like, all right, fine, I'll just stick around for just the Olympics. Or is he going to enter some competitions? Well, he... See, it's hard to say what the next 12 months is going to be. So if you get what I'm saying. So it's kind of a big deal. But back to my, actually, I'm going to circle back now, back to my story by Rick Bader request. When I saw that Nija short film, I was I was immediately thinking like, wait, does Nija listen to the show? Did he hear episode 54 and is kind of like taking a jab at me? <laughs> I mean, there's no way in hell he has time to listen. So I was like, maybe one of his boys did, and they, it got back to him. So I watched it again, and go watch it if you haven't seen it. It was on, posted on the 23rd on his Instagram account. But in this film, Nigel gets word, based here, I'm going to give you the premise. He gets word of the news that the Olympics is postponed. He paces around for a second and saying, you know, he was really selling it too. He's like, now I have to be a year older for this. He then grabs a bottle of Tito's vodka, heads to the door. Where are you going? His roommate asked. I'm going to go hit the streets. The end. <laughs> I mean, am I just overthinking this? Shouldn't I have a story by credit on this? I mean, if not that, at least, Nigel, you could have mentioned or mumbled a no mongo underneath your breath as you were kind of skating away. No? No? I guess. It's all good. Fine. Whatever. Give it a view, though. Let me know if I'm just not tripping. Or maybe I've been locked down for two weeks too long. <laughs> As he's walking out, I would have loved to hear him shout, like, No, Mongo. But that's all in my crazy brain, you know? I mean, dude probably has no idea who the hell I am. But it was I just thought it was rather interesting that Nigel, of all people, would worry about being a year older next year for the Olympics. I don't know. Just think about that for a second. All right, next up, wanted to talk about 
the insanely, the wickedly awesome professional life video from Yarna. I'm going to butcher his last name. Verbrugen? Verbrugen. Verbrugen. I know I butchered his last name, but I'm, I'm going to stick with it. Verbrugen. Maybe that's a little bit better. But, I mean, just tell me you, you guys have watched this as well. It's only about 12 minutes long, but I wanted so much more. I mean, it was, it was one of those videos that came at the right place at the right time, and it literally it made me smile. I mean, I was kind of having a crappy day just mentally. This one perked me right up. So it was very cool. And there are far, way too many, far too many tricks to mention. But here are some that I put down in my notes. I watched this, what, four times already. First one, of course, that lip slide to firecracker about one minute in. So he lip slide. Are you serious, dude? That was my first like pause and rewind moment. I watched it one minute all the way through. And then the second time I paused and rewind, that was when I was like, wow. And that's so difficult, but he made it look so effortless. You know, I love how he kind of, he started turning right as he was launching off that final step, which is only what, I don't know, what, six inches, five inches. So he didn't land and, and turn and revert. Nope, he kind of turned as he was in there. As so There was so much going on, but not for him. Nope, handle it like a boss. And, of course, pause it at 1 minute and 39 seconds. That hippie jump, that's one of the best that I've seen in a long time. Look at the terrain that the board kind of had to fly over <laughs> to meet up with Yarna. I mean, that was rough. And it was a nice bounce, too, so it all kind of worked out perfectly. It was like, boop, boop. And that half cab, the half cab actually to back three down the nine set. Not even an extra push. No additional push needed. Nope. He too handled that one like a boss. And that was perfect. That back three was so nice. Perfection. And then, of course, we all saw like his first near-death experience, which is about four minutes in. So, yeah, you did hear that right. There are more than one. But did you see him like slide into that Mercedes? Like, shoo. That car did not have a chance. It probably got banged up. Because notice how they, they, they left it there just long enough to see what had happened, but they didn't let you see the impact. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork being exchanged that day. That was crazy. Crazy. And pause it at 4 minutes, 55 seconds. What I noticed, too, is look at that dude yapping away on his phone. His foot is like 6 inches, maybe less than Yarna's board. And that says a lot about, well, it says a lot about the dude, but it says a lot about how locked in he gets in to land his tricks. I mean, me, I wouldn't, I would either have to wait until that guy left or ask him to move. Like, I, I couldn't focus. Like, he was so close to him. Like, dude, you need to move. You see, I'm trying to land a trick here. There's guys recording. There's people, there's cameras pointing at me. Can you please move? I know your phone call is very important, but if you move, like, I don't know, six six inches that way, or that way, or maybe hop over the fence. Thanks, man. But he landed it, so I, I just wouldn't be able to focus. That's way too close to my path. And there were multiple attempts for that guy to move, too. Like, he didn't catch on at all. Most people would catch on and go, oh, wow, you know what? I should probably move. No, not that guy. He was just worried about his phone call. Didn't budge. Not even an inch. <laughs> I had to mention that. I was just like, dude, how did you do that? And, of course, I really enjoyed all the high fives and all the love and, you know, all that from the kids right before that gap to wall ride at seven minutes and 16 seconds. Look at the toddler in the back. Even that dude, he was he was actually pretending to Ollie along with him, but he looked pumped up as well. 
that's that that little one. That's a moment that that he probably will never forget. And I guarantee he's probably a future skateboarder. He was stoked. And, you know, maybe one day we'll look back on this and remember, you know, how much of an influence that moment was. You know, and that kid, maybe he'll remember too. I mean, he's, hey, he's at that borderline age where, like, maybe he remembers it or not. But the, all the kids on, on top that are high-fived, that's going to be cool. They'll, they'll definitely remember that. And who knows, maybe they'll become skaters as well. Oh, going to do drum roll here for this one. Don't, it was actually a slow drum. The second brush of, de- brush of death, with death, I should say was when he was attempting that hippie jump down the double set. You know which one we're um, talking about. We've all seen it. Had that crazy old man throwing down flower pots. First off, is that guy crazy? Turns out he is. And I was like, what is wrong with this guy? He was legit trying to kill Yarna. Like, trying to take him out. That wasn't trying to stop him from skating. That was trying to hurt him badly but of course after reading the uh, supplemental interview with uh, ted schmitz you guys should read that by the way it turns out the cops were called they were called so and and, and yarna decided not to press any charges or anything no charges i mean only because yarna just he wanted to get the trick and move on but the guy got knocked out cold and he didn't want to do anything to this man that says a lot that's so crazy i mean i me I would have come back the next day. I would have had like a neck brace on, kind of selling it, you know, like, you know, walking up and down, like, you know, yelling at him. But in all seriousness, I know the guy's crazy, but what in the hell is so wrong in this guy's life where he'd rather like basically kill a man, go to jail, then wait maybe 30 minutes so everyone can get their footage and move on. He must be so miserable in that apartment, like straight up miserable. And as I mentioned, if you read the supplemental info interview, the guy is crazy. And I guess he's known in that apartment complex for to be. But I, that just, I don't know. Yarna, Yarna, Yarna did the right thing, right? He he moved on. It wasn't even worth the effort for that guy. I mean, what are you going to get from that guy? You're not going to get any money. And the guy, is it even going to, that guy going to get it in the long run? That's the main thing. Would, would this, will that guy learn a lesson? Probably not. That's why they moved on. But I'm, I'm just glad no one really got hurt during the whole, whole ordeal because, yeah, I mean, all in all, I got to say, from front to back, I mean, Yarna looks like he's in a very good place. He's come back from the dead literally so many times and has been very candid with his struggles too, you know, his smiles, the look in his eyes. The dude is in great spirits, and he's enjoying the hell out of life, and you see that. And I always love to see that, too. And I felt it. So that's why I, it literally made me smile. Like, his sense of humor is so awesome. So, well done, Yarna. Verbrugian. I don't know about his last name, though. But I, making a note right now, note to self, note to all. I'm looking forward to seeing your name on a Sodi list one day. Yeah, he's only like one or two clips away from from really... Yeah, kicking butt and taking names. So looking forward to that. Let me know what you guys thought about that video. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I know there's a lot of content coming out, but we've got time. Plenty of time to check it out. And finally, over the weekend, Skateboard England announced its first and hopefully, I guess, last for obvious reasons, virtual national championships, which 
it basically allowed you know skaters to compete from home okay it's not a full-on competition obviously because every situation is different but the national governing body announced the event in an effort to obviously fill the void that caused by you know COVID-19 and the postponement of the national championships which would have been taken place in Manchester and this event that would have served as a Olympic springboard basically a qualifying skateboard event for the British riders so they couldn't have that for obvious reasons, so they did a national, I mean, a virtual one as well. I mean, why they decided to call it virtual national champs in their hashtag instead of virtual national championships. Sorry, I don't want to confuse you, but um, but anyway, I don't know. It was pretty good. It has a pretty good turnout. So, yeah, virtual national champs is the hashtag on Instagram. And here's a list of some, some riders that I was uh, stoked on. So, 10-year-old shredder George O'Neill. He busted out an ollie one foot. It looked like it was from, like, a shed. Something like it wasn't like a tall one, super tall. It wasn't like a, a house roof, but that was awesome. That was pretty cool, George. And six-year-old Olive, who happens to have her own mini ramp indoors, she threw down some great footage as well. Very good, very good. And another one, checking my notes here, Harry Squires. He channeled his inner Jaws. He did also a rooftop drop from like his garden. Well done, Harry, man. That was cool. And Stephanie Nerding gave Joey Brzezinski a run for his money. Yeah, I said Joey with her indoors. Uh, it, it's a, a board only kickflip, right? But Joey, you know, you better watch out, man. I'm just looking out for you. She that that was pretty sweet. And they did announce the winners last night, which is Sunday night. I'm recording this on Monday. So at Rocks Skate Girl and at Alex Dacuna. That's D E C U N H A took the grand prize so they had a, a women's champ and a men's champ so well done you guys hard earned cash i can't remember how much cash they got but hey we'll all take that in these trying times so congrats to the winners and that was cool i was glad to see you know what people were able to create as far as a you know they had an outlet for their limitations you know we all are housebound for the next month question mark or two so it was cool to see that. But you can see the details for all that on Skateboard England's Instagram page. Okay, just look it up. Skateboard England. They do have another hashtag that goes along with it. Stay in. Work out. I'll list it on their post as well. So go check it out. And while you're at it, while you're on Instagram, check out the Skate at Home Challenge and peep the top-rated one from the Joker himself. That was insane, Joker. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't know. You just next leveled everybody. So go give it a look right now as well. Skate at home challenge. I'm sure it's still the top rated one from the Joker. Crazy. But that's all I got for this week, you guys. Be sure to tune in next week. Same time, same place. Be healthy. Stay safe. If you're you know, going through your garage and you got all this footage and all this stuff you want to transfer to digital, still call, contact AV Gear Guy. That's avgearguy.com. He's got your back. Just mention this podcast. No manga podcast and say 5%. That's avgearguy.com. Love you guys. See you next week. And finally, over the weekend, uh, the skateboard, skateboard, 